Welcome to the weekend edition of the Daily Dad Podcast, where on the weekends we do a deeper dive at how to get better at our most important job, being a parent. Sometimes in these episodes I talk to best-selling authors and elite performers and other guests, but lately I've also been having conversations with my wife, Samantha, the co-parent of my two boys. She and I talk about things that we're working on as parents, things that we're working on as people, and how we are supporting each other, challenging each other, and uh, like I said, trying to get better at what we do. Guest or not, I hope you hear some ideas here that will help make you a better parent. I was better for having the conversation. I hope you enjoy. All the packages that get dropped off at my door, actually the door of the painted porch, one of the ones I'm most excited to have brought to me is my box of awesome from Bespoke Post. My box of awesome is always filled with carefully chosen gear from the best small brands in the world, and including the really cool knife that I just got this month that I've been using around the ranch. It's this number eight pocket knife. It was actually developed in 1890 and has become synonymous with French design and quality. Actually, Pablo Picasso used the number eight knife to carve his sculpture and, and Arctic explorers and record-setting sailors all swore by theirs as well. No matter what you have going on this summer, Box of Awesome has you covered. From camping gear essentials, cookout must-haves, and drink game upgrades, Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. You just take this little quiz at boxofawesome.com and your answers help them pick the right Box of Awesome for you. I'm always surprised at the stuff they sent me. How did they know I would have liked it? Well, it's because of the quiz I took. They release a new box every month across a ton of different categories, and each one is valued at 70 bucks. but you pay a fraction of that price, and 90% of everything that comes in your Box of Awesome is from a small up-and-coming brand. You can get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter code DAILYDAD at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code DAILYDAD dad for 20% off your first box boxofawesome.com code daily dad <laughs> or it's just a nice looking at my face we were talking about this the other day like oh, it's not just like how do we not squeeze stuff in but also how do we not do it the most stressful way right like we're shopping for a car and we're like, we could do this, we could do this. And there's like this complicated way to do it and the less complicated way to do it. And I think also just talking about, like we talked about setting our kids up for success, but also what if we just set ourselves up for success by not doing it the most stressful way humanly possible? Um, I think that's something we're getting better at, but like the, the inclination, you sort of like, very rarely, I would say, did my parents choose the least stressful way to do it, right? They weren't like, hey, let's pick them, let, let, we'll, we'll pick them up from school on Friday, we'll, we'll stay at home, we'll pack them up, and we'll leave first thing Saturday morning. They were like, we'll have everything in the car, we'll get them from school, we'll scarf down some fast food, we'll drive through the night, you know, and it's like, what? Like, of course everyone was at their, th like, we picked the more stressful way. Setting ourselves up for success yes. so we can be regulated 
and in a good place. Yes. So our kids can be regulated and successful. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And sometimes that's spending money. Sometimes that's not doing things. Sometimes that's doing them more slowly. Right. Some it sometimes it's just communicating about the things. Right. There's a lot it's there's no one way to do that. But. So okay, so we're talking about we were talking about cramming things in. Yes. And like I'm I'm trying to be intentional about understanding that we have time. Like we yes. have time to do things. So you yeah. were, you just said we were like shopping for a car, right? Yeah. So we're shopping for a car and we realize that we can go test drive this car that we've been trying to test drive. Yes. And we like drop everything and we like. Test drive one of them. Test drive one car. And then you're like, but you can go test drive these other cars. And you're like, go test drive these cars. And I'm like, I don't want to do this. Like I'm trying to figure out navigating what to do with kids, whatever, whatever. And then, and then we like, I just. I know you want me to go do this thing. I don't want to do it. I'm going to do it anyway. And then we just like stopped and had a conversation. I was like, we were not planning on test driving cars today. We weren't planning. So take the extra win. We weren't planning yeah. on dropping everything to go drive the one car. Let's just have done that. To be fair, though. I did not test drive the other car. You have not subsequently <laughs> tested the other car. So that, I was thinking about that the other day. Like, I remember I asked you this morning. I was like, does it matter? You know, well, like last night I was like, hey, can you text this person about this thing? Right. And then... Um, I don't know if you did or not, but so don't interrupt me. But I was like, I don't know if you did or not, but um, <laughs> part of the reason my impulse is like text them right now is I know you are prone to forgetting to do it right now. So like, I think part of the reason that I'm like, go test drive the car now is I know that we have time right now. And so I, I generally have an aversion to as I as a writer, you're always procrastinating, right? You're always not like your instinct is to not do it because it's hard. That's what the resistance is. So I have this general mode that served me very well of if it's something that should be done, do it now and not later. But that needs to be switched off for things that don't really well, matter. I, well, and I have limited time. So my time is precious. So I'm not going to take up my time doing dumb shit. And test driving this other car. I've tested driven that other car. So you can either trust me or not. It's, it's I don't care. extra information. Right, right, right. So I get like what I'm saying is my instinct is do it now always. Right. And that is the mode that has served me very well. But that's also caused stress right. and compresses things more than they need to be. So it's about when you're like do it now always for things that are important to you and you prioritize and not things that are important to me and that I prioritize. And I think that you and I run into issues because I'm like, we do not agree on always oh, on what is, is right i'm like this is at the top of the priority list but no, you do like, that you're like this is you're like everything is at the top of the priority list sure of course always but but yes the decision to be like hey like take the win like we thought we were gonna have to drive into austin to test drive this car and it turned out they had one here in yeah. bastrop so we test drove it so and then we crossed we crossed that one off we were like we hate this car also, we won't buy this it was actually like for a bonus like for thing, for a problem that's sort of loomed large for a while right and we hadn't made that much headway on to have test driven that car and crossed it off the list in 26 minutes or know, whatever it took is a huge step forward that we could just go like that's it also we were like have been needing to replace this car for like two years <laughs> that's also true however but <laughs> Replacing the car is 
doing things the less stressful way because uh, the way the car seat configuration is and the way the car we have now, it's a pain in the ass. So we really have one functional car when we want to have two kids I with us. It. And so we're also by like, but remember when we were looking at different cars, we yeah. were like, we really like this one, but it doesn't actually address know, this know, main thing. So yeah. what is the way that solves the problems and makes things easier? My routine lately has been I run in the afternoon and then in the sweltering Texas heat, I get in my cold plunge. I have it set to about 39 degrees. I try to do it for three minutes or so, about 11 minutes a week, they say. And it's just been amazing and transformative. The research shows there's a bunch of amazing health benefits to using a cold plunge. I suspect that's all true. I've felt them. But to me, the main benefit, the stoic benefit is doing the hard thing, subjecting yourself to the hard, uncomfortable thing, treating the body rigorously so that it's not disobedient to the mind, as Seneca says. That's why I like my cold plunge. And I got a really awesome one from the folks over at Plunge. Uh, Pete Holmes recommended them to me, and I got one from them. It sits uh, over by the side of my house. It, it's got an awesome cover on it, a cool dial. You, It just does everything I need it to do. It's more than a physical experience. It's, it's a mindset shift. You can discover how the cold plunge can help you embody the virtues of discipline and courage and tranquility, forging a stronger and more resilient version of yourself. I found so much solace in mine. I think you'll really enjoy yours. If you want to test your stoic wisdom and unleash your true potential, embrace the cold plunge and discover a life of resilience, tranquility, and transformative growth. You can visit plunge.com today and get 150 bucks off your order using code HOLIDAY150. That's plunge.com and promo code HOLIDAY150 at checkout. It's been like a good lesson for us, like shopping for cars. It's been less about actually getting the car and more of like a lesson in us and like practicing all of the things that we've been talking about. Yes. Like doing less and like getting something that we actually need and prioritizing and all of those things. And then like, for instance, we really liked one car and then we talked to a friend and he was like, it is the single worst car I've ever owned. It is in the shop constantly. Trusting do him. Not do this. Yeah. And to go, even if there's only a 10% chance that, gone. that what happened to that person happens to us, right. we have to eliminate that option. Don't okay. fool yourself. Um, but I feel like we should just go back to what we were talking about, which is like taking care of ourselves. Sure. First. Yes. So we could take care of our kids. Yes. Setting ourselves up for success. Setting ourselves up for success. To set them up for success. Okay. Um, I feel like that's like a, a lesson and a thing that we are like just starting as parents to understand, which is like almost embarrassing. But I don't know if our parents ever got that or if they get it now. No, definitely not. Or like our parents' entire generation got it. No, like my, like let's say my parents are visiting or whatever, right? Like they're never going to pick the flight that gets them in at the time that they are the least tired or that is most conducive to what the kids have going on or whatever. They're going to be like, actually, we found if we did 16 layovers and then we drove down from Denver or whatever, we would save $16, right? And like... 
we would only spend 15 minutes total on this entire trip with our grandkids, but... And we would be so stressed, <laughs> and you would be stressed, and the chances of something going wrong are quite high. Right, like, the, right, they're the... Very rarely are they making the decision that's like, here's, here's what's best for everyone. Our flight is going to be delayed 15 minutes tomorrow, so we're going to leave an entire day early. <laughs> but also, like, hey, like, um, I'll, give you, I'll give you a very minor one. I love cereal, but I feel horrible after I eat it. Anytime. Like, my mouth hurts. I feel bloated. I'm grouchy. <laughs> I'm tired. Like, I just never, I don't feel good after I eat. I love the taste of cereal, and it's one of my favorite things in the entire world, but I don't feel good after. Hey, right. What? This is maybe not something to go too deep into. This is all accepting Magic Spoon, which I love. Okay? Is that what you're worried about? No, um, I don't feel great after I eat cereal for whatever reason, right? And so the decision to just not do that is doesn't seem like a parenting decision, but it is a parenting decision. Oh, yeah. Um, You're going to be super grouchy. Yes. Y yeah. Actually, you know, it's funny. Magic Spoon is like the one that it doesn't actually No, it's do Cheerios. It's Cheerios. It's, you eat Cheerios. I love you Cheerios. love fucking Honey Nut Cheerios. And yes. you eat them after dinner and then you feel like shit. Yes. And then you like go on a walk after and you're like super grouchy because you go on walks after dinner. If we do anything after dinner, you get in the pool and you're super grouchy. And it's like, yes. why are you grouchy? And you're like, my mouth hurts because I ate Cheerios. Or I feel yes. dehydrated. Yes, that's, yes. Right. So the decision to not do that or the decision to, the decision to hydrate throughout the day and then to not wondering, why am I in a bad mood? It's like, because you made right, right, right. there's all these decisions that are downstream from right. other okay features. so yesterday um one of our kids is having a really hard time functioning he couldn't find something in the house he was having a really hard time not being able to find something in the house and i got him to calm down about it and i said i understand this feeling not being able to find something that you know is here that you need is awful like i hate that feeling it's an awful feeling we can't control not being able to find it right now. What we can control is the f overwhelming part of that. Sure. So let's address why that feels so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. It feels overwhelming because you're really tired because you didn't sleep well right now. We can't fix that. Right? Sure. You can't fix That's that. You're it. super tired. Yeah. It's too worth it. You can fix that you're thirsty because you haven't really had enough to drink today. And we can fix that you're hungry. So let's fix the two things that like i was like but we can't we like so let's fix those things and he's like in i mean obviously i'm not talking to him like this he's six but we're getting around it. juice <laughs> so but we're i am i can have a little bit of this conversation he's sure. we're relating i understand this feeling too i'm like we're having trouble dealing with this because of this but like i'm overwhelmed by yeah. your behavior whatever and he goes well maybe you're overwhelmed because you're hungry too because you haven't eaten anything today and i was like Bitch. <laughs> exactly what it is i was like okay yeah well then i will also eat and then maybe i can handle that you cannot find your toy and then i he was right like he was sure. totally right i couldn't handle him being overwhelmed by the situation because i also needed to eat and so i did and then i made it easier for me to handle him having a meltdown about this thing <laughs> and i got called out by our child but that's good when they call you when they throw back to you the thing you've been trying to teach them even if yes, they don't get it but i think it's like it's moments like that where like this whole situation is just feels like like i not it just feels out of control and then 
to know that our child feels comfortable saying that to me makes me feel like, okay, we are doing something right as parents. Like our child doesn't feel great in the situation, but he is say he's comfortable enough to be like, hey, I understand this lesson enough to know that like you're maybe not being all that great right now either. You need to eat. And I was like, yeah, all right. Right. Or, or be and like. had a big bowl of cereal. And then I had a giant bowl of cereal that came back to me. <laughs> My mouth itched. <laughs> and then I had some magic spoon and I had enough protein that I felt fantastic <laughs> 45 minutes later. <laughs> no. Um, but you and I were talking about this yesterday on this topic. And that's the reason I brought it back to what we were talking about. Like, I feel like when I was a kid or maybe like my peers' parents, and I don't know if your parents are necessarily the same way. I think that like the parenting lessons that were being taught to our parents were like, not great that our that their children's behavior was like representative of the way that they parented and that or we need who to be, their kids were or as who people. their kids were as people and that we needed to be kept in line and that there was no self-awareness about how their stress or how their the way that they took care of themselves impacted the temperature of their family or the temperature of their kids or like instead of it just being a reflection of the fact that they stayed up late too late last right. night or it's right. hot or, or like you're stressed out at work you're being short with your spouse so your spouse is not being you the two of you are not being fantastic there your kids sure. are hearing that whatever their kids your kids are not responding well to that all that etc right um, that impacted all of the kids. That sure. it impacted the kids. I kind of wonder, like, what the parenting mistakes that we make are, or that we are making as a generation, and what those lessons are. Like, what those things are that we are doing to our kids. But I'm, I'm like, I've been thinking about that since we had that conversation yesterday. Like, what is it? And, like, I think that the thing that I've kind of, like, landed on is that We aren't, we probably are making mistakes as parents. And like the sure. lessons that we are. It would be ridiculous to think it, we're not. It would be ridiculous to think that we are not. But the, I think the biggest issue that our parents were making is that they did not have any self-awareness about um, how they were impacting their family. Like they didn't have any self-awareness about how, what they were bringing into the family unit was affecting the family unit. Sure. Unit. And so if, if we just, we do have that self-awareness. So if we are taking care of ourselves, I think that's going to have the biggest impact on our family. Agreed. Should we call it? It's getting hot in here. You just got really bored. No, it's just got hot. Speaking, speaking, it just got hot in here. You stopped participating. No, I didn't. Yeah. No, it's letting you talk. It's hot in here. That was the first. And so I was like, oh, I lost Ryan. <laughs> you gave me the floor and I was so shocked. I didn't know what to do with it. 
There is a ritual that we have going on in our house, either when we get back from our walk in the morning or as soon as I get home from writing for the day, I walk over to the counter and I go, guys, it's time for your vitamins. And my youngest son, who's two, he rushes over. I give him two Haya vitamins, one for him, and his job is to take the other one over to his brother and give it to him. And they both chew them up. They love them. They're delicious. As you know, most vitamins are garbage. I don't know why our parents let us eat Flintstone vitamins when we were a kid. I don't know why uh, most gummy vitamins are even allowed to be called vitamins. They're filled with sugar, unhealthy chemicals, and other junk that you shouldn't, you, if the point is to have your kids be healthy, they shouldn't eat. And that's why Haya was created, a pediatrician-approved superpower chewable vitamin created by two dads that were tired of children's vitamins that cause more problems than they solve. Haya is made with zero sugar, zero gummy junk, and yet it tastes great. Kind of tastes like a sweet tart or something. It's perfect for picky eaters, and Haya is designed for kids of all ages and sent straight to your door in a package that families love so parents can have one last thing to worry about. It's actually cool. It's this kind of like really hardcore, I don't want to know if it's glass bottle, but the, the, you get the bottle and then the vitamins come in a packet. So you pull the packet open, and you pour them in there. Um, it's made from a blend of 12 farm fresh fruits and vegetables, supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals known to support a healthy immune system, energy levels, brain function, mood, teeth, bones, and more. And uh, I have to say, on occasion, I have eaten a high vitamin because I was all out of mine. Your first month comes with a reusable glass bottle. Yes, I guess it is a glass bottle. Your first month comes with a reusable glass bottle your kids can personalize with stickers. And every month thereafter, Haya sends a no plastic refill pouch of fresh vitamins. And we've worked out an exclusive offer with Haya for their best selling children's vitamin. Daily Dad listeners receive 50% off your first order. And to claim this deal, go to HayaHealth.com slash DailyDad and enter code DailyDad at checkout. That's H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash DailyDad to get your kids the full body nourishment that they need to grow into healthy adults. Discount is applied at checkout. Hey, you're listening to the Daily Dad podcast one meditation a day inspired to help you do your most important job, which is be a great father. These are meditations inspired by ancient wisdom, psychological research, and just great strategies from normal dads just like you. Thanks for listening.